This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the show. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Go, Matt Harmon here with you, and we have returned. Uh, we took a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a break, a little time off here on the vacation, but uh, the Reception Perception, the show podcast, is now back, Matt, and uh, we're back in full full strength and full force, and we're going twice a week now, man. Hell yeah, man! I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm glad to be back. Vacation uh, was good. It was probably the first week in like three to four months that I didn't think about both work and or moving. Uh, so that was great. Uh, of yes, course, now that I'm back, uh, you know, it's like all smacks you in the face. Like the, the, the post-vacation anxiety is in full swing, trying to get caught back up. And um, yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're watching one of the YouTube clips, I'm in, I'm in, this, in the home now, okay? I'm at my, I'm at my real location. No longer, uh, no longer in the condo, no longer have the plain white doors. I'm back with my official background now, so it's good, it's good to be here. Uh, it, it's good to be back, buddy. It's great. There's no condo cast tonight? What's going on, dude? The condo cast is dead? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm in the house that we bought, you know, <laughs> we, we, uh, we, we paid a, paid a good amount of money to get in this house. Yeah. I'm going to come and do my podcast okay. in it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah, no, we're, we are making progress, uh, fully, you know, moving, uh, if I never see another Allen wrench in my life, it will be too soon. <laughs> um, you know, putting together furniture and all kinds yeah. of stuff. So right. it's actually good that you can only see this part of the room. Because okay. this part of, of my office space is about the only thing that's set up. All the, over there is just I – mean, there's there's just some posters and stuff, like my Star Wars posters. My guitars are starting to get hung up, a few other things. But for the most part, it's, it's a shit show in here. So <laughs> it's slowly but surely. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Hey, listen, you know, the theme of today's show is the Underrated Wide Receivers podcast, okay? Uh, we're going to talk Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, and I'm going to make a case. I, I think that Stefan Diggs is actually – underrated as well mm. we're also introducing a brand new uh segment um uh, you know whatever you want to call it, a piece of content to the show it's called the option route where basically we, it's we, we have a little fun you know i mean sometimes we we get into the numbers we get into the weeds man we start talking the analytics we start talking ball doing all these things but sometimes we forget let's have a little fun on this podcast and, and if you know me then that's that's the branding that we go with anyways it's called the option route and basically it's like we'll throw a hypothetical out there today's option route will be would you rather take ten thousand bucks matt Harmon, or 
Would you rather try to catch a pass from Patrick Mahomes for a million bucks against a live NFL defense? I want the listeners to kind of ruminate on that for a little bit, but I want to dive in into the into the meat and potatoes of the show, underrated wide receivers, and I want to start with Terry McLaurin. Uh, this is a guy, Matt, that I don't think the general population views him as like this borderline top 10 receiver, this borderline alpha dog. I think they see him as a good wide receiver, certainly, uh, but not really knocking on the doorstep of a great wide receiver. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of folks on the internet. There's a lot of football people that think (laughs) that Jahan Dotson is potentially a better wide receiver than Terry McLaurin. What say you to that? Well, look, I we've kind of talked about this on the show with Jahan Dotson. I am a big fan. Really love Jahan Dotson, the player. Um, I, I'm I'm excited about him. You know, obviously his, his rookie right. year reception perception profile is awesome. Uh, so this is no shade to Jahan Dotson, and you know, I, I think like we might we maybe could have this conversation in two years. And then it's then it's worth a discussion just because sure Terry Terry is kind of sneaky old. Um, he's like I think he's twenty seven right right now, and he's only been in the league since uh, 2019. He kind of came in as an older player, yeah. not like super old, but regardless. So maybe in, like if he starts on the downswing of his career in a couple of years, maybe Jahan Dotson is still on the ascension up. I, I do think Jahan Dotson is really good. So when I say that, I think like Terry McLaurin is a much better player right now because I'm with you that. You know, when I look at my real life wide receiver rankings, which I, I still would love to get up on the site at some point, and, and, I, and I probably will, um, I think he is somewhere around like eleven to twelve. I, I think he is that good. Um, and, and you mentioned it; he's just he's been a reception perception favorite for a long time. And, and I think last year, you know, maybe wasn't his best year. But he still was like a 95th percentile success rate versus press player, 81st percentile success rate versus man coverage, 75%. He's been above 75%, which we talk about as a clear, you know, good barometer in in every single season he's been in the league. And he's got a couple of seasons where he's up above, you know, up top five in success rate versus man coverage. Uh, I think in 2020 and 2021, he was top five in success rate versus man coverage. So he is truly, I think, one of the best and most underrated route runners in the league for sure he's just so good at all phases and last year I think it's worth noting too that with Jahan Dotson there who Dotson I think we both agree surprised us as as an outside receiver I thought Jahan Dotson would be really good as kind of like a vertical slot Doug Baldwin type of player but Mm -hmm. he was uh, one of the best press coverage receivers last year actually which is kind of surprising but he's still a flanker. He's not an X receiver. Curtis Samuel, I love Curtis Samuel, but he's like a slot flanker guy. Right. Terry McLaurin, he's always been a pure X, but last year he was like the purest X possible. Uh, he actually <laughs> <laughs> he was outside just a distilled X receiver. Okay, uh, but almost just like exclusively X receiver, running the hardest yeah. route tree that you can run, running against press coverage, running against, you know, 11.4% of his routes, he was doubled. Like he is treated like a clear alpha dog, as you mentioned, by opposing defenses. 83.4% of his snaps sample for reception perception outside, a whopping 94.6%, the highest rate among any player sampled from last year of his snaps 
on the line of scrimmage. So hmm. yeah, I mean, playing a hard position, doing it, you know, in terms of being a vertical player and having those success rates, it's really very, very impressive. Okay, so 77 receptions on 120 targets, resulting in 1,220 total yards uh, and five total touchdowns for Terry McLaurin. Um, A pretty good season, to be honest with you. Uh, 1,220 total yards, five touchdowns. It might have been the quietest 1,220 you ever heard of, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? It's not like this guy had like 950. It's like, nah, I mean, you know, again, 1,200 total yards, pretty darn good season. Uh, for Terry McLaurin. And again, just throughout his entire career, I mean, it's like, it's like new Hopkins light. He's just have a cavalcade of like also rands and, and backup quarterbacks, you know, CFL dudes throwing him the football. Uh, and just every single year, the guy produces man. Um, and you know, and, and the way he does it, Matt, he can win, he can win short and he can win long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think those are the two areas that I think, um, that really put defenders in a little bit of a bind, right? Uh, the fact that he's got an 83.3% success rate on the slant to go along with a 68.9% success rate on the nine route. So he can not only just beat you underneath, but he could also stack you up and go in over the top. Yeah, I mean, 92% success rate on curls. He's always been good at that. 75% success rate on comebacks, like working back to the quarterback. Him and Jahan Dotson might be, if you look, think about guys that work well coming back to the quarterback while also being great vertical threats, they're, they're a really scary receiver duo. And and again, Curtis yeah. Samuel, I don't want to get lost in the discussion because Samuel is a really good player and like he's, he's just, he's a good player from a vertical sense and from, a, you know, kind of more of like a crossing route perspective, but he can even work really well on comebacks and stuff like that. Like this receiver trio is just is scary, and it does start with Scary Terry himself. There, uh, you like you, you see what I did there. Uh, it, it's <laughs> he's <laughs> he's go. good, man. And, and and I I it's just can we get normal quarterback play for this guy right, for, for right. once in his career? Because you're right. I mean, no shade to ODU's finest Taylor Heineke. It's nice to be able to say that, and I'm like kind of a stone's throw from ODU now here in Virginia <laughs> Beach. But uh, yeah, no right. shade to ODU's finest Taylor Heineke, but he was literally a backup quarterback in the XFL, you know, and he's probably the most, is he the, he's the best, probably the best player that Washington has rolled out at quarterback in Terry's, you know, career. Remember when we were going to have that moment when Fitzpatrick and, and Terry were going to have that year together and Fitzpatrick, what like broke his damn hip in one half half. of the season. (laughs) He had a half. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. And other than that, it's been uh, Carson. I mean, Carson Wentz, dude, what, I think the Wentz stuff was extremely probably the hardest to watch with McLaurin because yes. Wentz has he has a good arm and he has a good physical skill set, but he has and maybe it's just because he's been so banged up at this point, but he would get to that Curtis Samuel check down. And I love Curtis Samuel, but like Curtis Samuel check down so fast because so he does not want to get hit. You know, he doesn't want he's just really, really bothered by pressure. And like you said, meanwhile, you've got Terry McLaurin down there with the 68.6% success rate on nine routes. You got him 78.6 on corner routes and yeah. like, let it develop. Let the, he was really rough with that where as you know, T- Taylor Heineke would, 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 would let it develop a little bit. And even when he couldn't, and he can't push the ball, he doesn't no, have Wentz's yeah, arm, yeah, yeah. No. but he would at least give him a shot, you know, at Terry McLaurin. So is Sam Howell going to be better than those guys? Maybe I do think Jacoby Brissett, if he ends up starting, 
you know, he'd actually be pretty good fit uh, in, on some of those routes with with Terry McLaurin. So yeah, totally. Can we just get can we just get him normal quarterback play for once? Because I agree with you. I don't think people view him as a fringe top ten receiver, but skill wise and isolation, that's absolutely what he is. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, so 81st, 81st percentile versus man, 95th against press. I mean, incredibly impressive, but... Can we talk about his zone scores, though? This one was a surprising one for me. Okay, 43rd percentile versus zone. What's going on there? Yeah, a lot of that, and you see this pretty common. By the way, it's lower than, I'm pretty sure it's lower than he was in 2021, where he was up above 80%. So we've seen Terry have some seasons closer to like 79, 80% success rate uh, versus zone. I think a lot of it has to do with the route with, with the deployment as the X receiver, right? Because you do see this a lot with these non elite X receivers, you know, not like Devonte Adams or, or something like that. You know, the guys who aren't the top five receivers in the game, you know, even Jamar chase, like think about Jamar chase though. He's a guy that is an X receiver uh, for, for the Bengals. And he's never pushing like 84% or anything like that against zone coverage or zone coverage. Yeah. So, these X receivers, because they don't have the benefit of working out breaking routes to the sideline when you're mm-hmm. in those like zone coverage shells where they're going too high and they're working like an out route, you're not throwing that, you know, you're not throwing that route against zone coverage. That route's not going to be open regardless of how good of a player you are. So I think some of it is, um, is structural base uh, with, with this one. So I think when you look at a lot of these, it's kind of a trend with all of these, like, again, non-elite X receivers. It is more important, by the way, for them to be good against man press coverage. But sometimes you are kind of like grading those guys on a curve a little bit when if they're in that, as long as they're not in the disaster zone against zone, disaster zone against zone coverage, <laughs> uh, I think you're okay, you're okay with it because Mike Evans is a great example. He's always been a little right. underrated against man press coverage, but he's never been a good zone beater necessarily for most of the points in his career when he was used as a pure X. So 77.9% success rate versus zone coverage. That is good for 43rd percentile. Um, again, I was a little bit surprised, but then when I go back into his historical data, and again, if you've got uh, uh, our <clears throat> top uh, membership subscription package, you could go back into the historical data tables as well. But in 2021, I actually posted a really good number, 80.3% success rate versus zone. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but for an outside X guy, that's, that's a, around where you would like to be. So a little bit surprised by his, um, by his zone score coming in the way it did. Yeah, definitely. You want those guys. I mean, Allen Robinson, good example. When he was more of a pure X uh, with the bears and with the uh, Jaguars, uh, you know, he was sub, he was around like 79.8%, you know, just looking through some other examples, Odell Beckham and his big time uh, seasons as the giants X receiver 20, he had some you know crazy high scores, but then like 2018, he's 81.3%. Right. Um, AJ Brown last year, not the, not the Eagles X receiver, but a perimeter guy, 81.9%. And actually that was his highest probably cause he wasn't playing as much 
X receiver. But yeah, I think McLaurin and Allen Robinson are kind of comparable guys with their seasons as X receivers when you, their best marks are kind of around that, uh, you know, 79 to 80%. But yeah, definitely. That's why I was kind of saying that I, I don't think necessarily Terry's season last year was his best season. Mm-hmm. Just because his 2020 and 2021 were so good. So um, I, I would say that that's worth, worth bringing up in terms of if we're picking nits at Terry, that's probably yeah. it. Okay. Um, still, uh, regardless, I, I do, I just hold by the fact that this guy is an underrated wide receiver, you know, 100%. and I think Sam Howell will absolutely be. Sadly, I think he's going to be the best quarterback that he's probably seen. And again, who is Sam Howell? You know what I mean? So, but, but if, if Sam Howell can give you, I mean, somewhat competent play, I'm talking league average, you know, can you be a top 17 quarterback uh, in the NFL, Sam Howell? I think Terry McLaurin has a real opportunity uh, to put it on in the NFL, man. He is going to the age 28 season, but I think to me, this is where wide receivers really blossom. I mean, this is where they've become, if you're going to be dominant, this is where they start to become dominant, 27, 28. Um, it's not like running backs who, who you know, kind of mature earlier, but I think wide receivers, they get the nuance, they figure out some, you know, the, they're not rushing into their routes as much as they are. They're taking a little bit more time with it. And I think Sam Howell, if they can get competent quarterback play in Washington, watch out, man. Terry McLaurin, yeah. I think, can absolutely ball in 2023. Um, and I tell you just for fantasy purposes, uh, you know, sometimes we talk fantasy here, but sometimes we don't, but I mean, for fantasy purposes, sign me up for Terry McLaurin at cost right now. I think he's a extreme value. Um, as is this man that we're going to talk about right now, 